introduce these episodes? What did we say last time? I don't know. Just like, what's up, losers? What's up, worms? <laughs> I love my hometown as much as Motown. I love SoCal. And you know I love Springsteen, faded blue jeans, Tennessee whiskey. What's up, maggots? Welcome to our um, young adult novel writing podcast that we do on this Patreon, where we write our book that we want Bella Forrest to publish under her name. Um, Yeah. It's good. It's called Heartspell. I'm finding... (laughs) I'm finding more that um, all of that, like, writer Twitter and um, Uh writer inspiration, I'm just... That's such bullshit. They're like, oh... It's such bullshit. I can't do anything before I've had my writer's coffee. And it's like, <laughs> it's easy. This shit is easy. <laughs> Writing. Yeah, that, Fucking just do it, you know? That feel when you're staring at the blank page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I wouldn't know, actually. Yeah. Uh, my page is never blank. My page is covered in words. There are so many words on my page. Yeah, yeah. same. This shit is easy. Like, this is the first time I'm writing fiction outside of, like, school assignments. And yeah. So easy. I don't. I don't understand why anyone would complain about that. And I. I might be saying this like from a high horse because uh, we, we set this project out as uh, we're not gonna try to make it good. <laughs> so uh-huh. maybe that takes a lot off of me. Also, like having the plot already outlined by other people <laughs> helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like more people should just. Uh, collaborate you know this is this is so much easier than uh, I just what don't... I imagine like I, 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 I don't know I think like individual art is overrated like yeah. making <laughs> the, the you know soul artist uh, is such a you know 19th century cliche of it's, the genius so or whatever boring and like you have to spend all your time on your own being like oh I'm having all my secret thoughts of my secret book yeah. Whereas really the only real way to write books is with like a bunch of collaborators uh-huh. and by telling a bunch of people who pay you money the whole time as you're writing yeah. it. Yeah, kind of like um, a TV show in America where they... Or like a soap. Mm. Yeah, like where there's like... We're the writer's room and we're mm. writing it as it goes along, you know? Yeah. But this is honestly helping me because uh, I, I did spend like a ton of my time writing uh, just thinking about what your reactions would be to it like you know trying to <laughs> trying to write something that would be delightful to your co-hosts is also or to your collaborators in this case yeah yeah it's nice i, f- I felt the same way when we i was doing my chapters we don't want Chapter. mainstream applause we want the applause of our fellow hosts who <laughs> are the important ones yeah and i know um, we've been saying this every episode in this journey so far but this time it really feels like this is actually happening because, like, you know, the pitch <laughs> session, okay, cool, but like we still haven't started writing, right? Last mm-hmm. week we had one chapter from Lucy, also cool, but this is the first time where all of us have already written something for it. So mm-hmm. this, this is the uh, proof of the pudding, as many people would say. <laughs> many people would say that, and they would definitely say that about what we've written today. Yeah. 
Pudding. Pudding. The same <laughs> delicious pudding. Let me slip it all up into my mouth. That is what they would say. <laughs> what is books if not the pudding of the mind? Oh, uh-huh. you're so right. Uh, nothing else. That's what they are. So today I, I have filled in a bit of Lucy's chapter, um, just doing some Luke conversation and doing a little bit of exposition in that conversation. And yeah, she's written the next chapter or yes. is it the whole next chapter? It's the whole next chapter. It's a finished okay. chapter. So that's what we're going to be reading today uh, yeah. to you, our friends and Patreon subscribers. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. I'm just. I've just gone onto our shared document and I've seen some of the bits that um, you've put in, and I'm. Uh-huh. I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get into it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Where was the part where your bit started, Chaz? Well, it's it's the bit where she goes upstairs to do her appointments, which I think we still need to put the appointments in here because I think you've gone straight into loot conversation. Um, oh, is that what she was supposed to be doing? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is that what she does? I thought she just worked at the shop. No, I say it in the chapter. She's got people booked in. Oh, shit. Well, maybe she does that later. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, okay. I was thinking more she was, like, setting up before it all starts. She's, like, okay. writing everything down and stuff. I feel like if there's, you know, as long as it fl- flows con like uh, without any confusion from Lucy's bit to your bits, as long as long we're fine, I think. Yeah, yeah. We really want to do as little work on this as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's editing? <laughs> Nothing. I've met editors and they're cowards. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, where we last left off, Haley Jennifer yeah. was in the shop, you know. Yeah. working being busy um, um for reading this bit should we have one person be each of the characters and then one be the narrator yes please we can do that <laughs> it wants what wrong can i be luke okay yeah <laughs> sure Lucy, you yeah. can be luke <laughs> should i be Haley? yeah okay have we got the bit yep okay <clears throat> let me just take a big sippy <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, here goes. I'd barely settled in to do the morning accounts when the bell went, indicating someone had come into the shop. Rubbing my eyes, I looked up to see Luke strolling up to the counter wearing gym clothes and a wide smile stretched across his tan, lightly freckled face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, I don't think I'm going to get through this. All right. What's up, hay bale? <laughs> he said as he flunked his elbows onto the oak desk, nudging one of the candles and spilling wax across my papers. Shit, sorry. Why do you cause chaos every time you come in here? <laughs> and I've told you not to call me that. I grumbled as I tried to clean up the mess. Luke was my best and oldest friend. After my parents died, he'd always been there to let me cry on his shoulder or make a delicious cup of Earl Grey. Despite that, he could be kind of a pain when bored and looking for attention. He was a bit like a Labrador in that way. Cute, nice, but not always that bright. Can't help it if I make the ladies flustered. Luke grinned his lopsided grin and flexed his shoulders, the soft material of his t-shirt straining against the sudden pressure of his rippling deltoids. (laughs) I just rolled my eyes at his idiotic display of machismo. The only thing getting flustered is that t-shirt. Seriously, would it kill you to get a shirt that fits? I could recommend a tailor, or even a spell that would make it larger. 
I winced even as I said it, cursing my big mouth, and Luke's smile dimmed slightly. You know I can't do all the fancy tricks that you do, Haybale. Remedial witch, that's me. That's not true. Everyone needs help sometimes. You just need better teachers and then I'm sure you'll... Okay, okay. He put up his hands and laughed slightly. We've been through this a hundred times. I'm fine. I was just joking. He smiled again, and I wondered how genuine it was. It bothered him a lot. I knew him well enough to know that. However, in the end I could only do so much for him, and he could only get so far from reading books. <laughs> Many skills you can only take so far without natural aptitude, and the craft was no different. <laughs> that was the fact that it always loomed over our otherwise perfect friendship. Only one of us was born with the skills to go all the way to the top. <laughs> In a way, I envied him. He'd never known the immense pressure of expectation the way I did. Oh no! As I cleaned up, I suddenly noticed wax spilled across the picture of my parents I kept framed on my desk. Luke groaned and put his head in his hands, and I put my hands up implication. Which one of them says this? You. She does. It's fine, don't worry. It's just on the glass. Luke picked up the frame and carefully scraped off the wax, his expression turning fond. The photo was of my parents, posing in front of the Roman Vatican, (laughs) 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 gazing at each other lovingly. Luke always joked that there was enough heat in that look to make the Pope come out and scold them for public indecency. Sorry, guys. Luke said to the photo. I'll get you all cleaned up and then I'll stop harassing your daughter. I stopped what I was doing to watch his tidy movements, suddenly melancholy. Sensing my shift in mood, Luke paused and turned to me, raising his eyebrows. It's nothing. I just... miss them. Of course you do. We all do. Luke carefully put the photo back on the desk and leant down, head in hands, thoughtful. They were so kind and so in love. Anyone could see it. Yeah. I said. Sickening the soul sometimes. Gives me a lot to live up to. Not sure I could ever be in love like that. I think you could. Luke's head, suddenly serious. In the flickering candlelight, his eyes looked very blue. (laughs) (laughs) I think when you fall in love, it'll be fast, uncontrollable, and with your whole heart. Maybe. I felt uncomfortable with his weird intensity, and wish we could go back to joking. What about you? Do you think you could feel like that? Possibly, said Luke. He looked down, picking at the remaining patch of spilled wax. I think if I fell in love, it might last a while and be pretty painful. He looked up again and smiled. You okay? Your aura is looking a bit odd. I groaned. (laughs) Stop peeking at my aura, you know I hate it. Aura reading was the one magical area in which Luke excelled. (laughs) But it always struck me as needlessly invasive. I think I'm bored. I've been stuck in this shop for ages. I could do with an adventure. Be careful what you wish for, said Luke, glancing at my parents again. It might just happen. Yeah, well, it's not like anything exciting happens to me anyway. I replied. This is going to Lucy's face. Luke gave me a grin and was about to reply when we both heard what sounded like a bomb going off outside. The windows of the shop rattled and I felt the bookshop groan, the beams holding up the ceiling, deciding whether it was high time they collapsed after all. What the hell was that? (laughs) I didn't remember which one of us said that. (laughs) Oh, it doesn't matter, I guess. (laughs) And when I wrote it, I was like, this could be anybody. Can love bloom even on a battlefield? (laughs) Can love bloom. (laughs) 
even on a battlefield. Ah, uh, beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so that was that's the whole of chapter one done. That was so good. Um, I like the bit where you talk about her parents being in front of the Roman Vatican. Very good uh-huh. to me. <laughs> that so was good. very funny. <laughs> also foreshadowing. I know. That's why I did it. I was like, where could they be? I was like, should they be in front of the London Eye or would that be too like soon before it happens? And I was like, well, if it's at the Roman Vatican. <laughs> no, it's very good. Because no one what will they, remember that. What are they doing there? there? Yeah. Mm. Ooh, what, what were they doing what there? What were they so doing intriguing. there? Ooh. <laughs> um oh this is just so good i like i, I just can't <laughs> trying to read out luke being like deep and emotional <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're gonna love the entirely different characterization for luke in my chapter <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't have it any other way <laughs> you'll just write luke completely differently yeah <laughs> And mine, he, he's a sensitive jock. I'm excited to see how you write him. <laughs> well, should we just get right into the next chapter? Yeah. Um, how to. much how much dialogue is in it? Because otherwise we could switch back to doing paragraph mm. by paragraph. I think we should do paragraph by paragraph. There's some okay. dialogue in it, but not enough that it would justify splitting it up by dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say about this chapter, I wrote sizable chunks of this between 2 and 3 a.m. <laughs> um, and also, I wrote it like, I think there's going to be shifts in style, not only between our individual <laughs> chapters, but even in this one chapter, because different moods came over me while I was uh, writing, and I did not bother making it even, so... <laughs> Your aura was putting out different different yeah. signals. I like, um... <laughs> Yeah, this is... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. We should do yeah. it. Yeah. Let's just start. Let's yeah. just start. Who wants to begin? I can yeah. start. Yeah. Chapter 2. I burst outside immediately. Luke close behind me. As I looked around, I saw chaos everywhere. People screaming and running around, losing their heads. Maybe those nut jobs were right about the end of the world all along, I thought. At least the people of London seemed to believe it. My gaze wandered over the city, trying to locate the source of all the chaos. When I discovered it, I instinctively let out a groan. Oh, <laughs> oh, great, said Luke sarcastically, thinking the same thing I did. It was too almost... <laughs> it was almost too obvious, hidden in, pe- in plain sight. The London Eye. This big spinning wheel. The pride of the city I call my home. <laughs> I had gotten used to the sight, seeing it almost every day of my life, as far as I can remember, almost treating it as a trusted friend. (laughs) When me and Luke were kids, playing at the playground in the shadows of the London Eye, we had this saying. (laughs) Big wheel, keep on spinning. This... This time, however, it looked different. A big, gaping, purplish, dark hole of voidness <laughs> opened up right in the middle. A portal, Luke murmured. I shot him an irritated glance. Duh, we all know what portals look like. I was less concerned about what it was. Instead, I wondered why it was. More like big hole keep on spinning. 
his head. Like shackled. Even in catastrophe, we've always known how to ease the tension with an inside joke. Seriously, Haley, this is effed up. What the heck is going on? Only one way to find out, I sighed. More to myself than to Luke. There was no time to waste. I opened the door to the bearded dragon again. Jenna, you'll be alright? I shouted. I better be, she replied in a sarcastic tone. It's not like I get paid sick leave if I get crushed by this earthquake. <laughs> I smirked at her reply. That Jenna, she's a fierce bastard. If there was any mortal person I'd call unkillable, it's gotta be her and, on her, un and her unparalleled survival instincts. The only thing less likely than Jenna dying in an accident would be me falling for a vampire. I muttered a quick spell. Building protection, I explained to Luke. How else would the bearded dragon have survived for three centuries unharmed? I just sometimes wish the founders had developed a spell that lasts for longer. I made a mental note to myself to bring it up to Uncle Dom next time I see him. <clears throat> Do you want me to pull up a tube map? Luke asked, already typing on his phone. No need, I answered. Three stops on Central Line until Charing Cross, then back to Bakerloo and two more stops. Luke smirked. Gosh, I always forget what a big effing nerd you are. I rolled my eyes at him. Wouldn't trust a man to find his way around London without having to look at his phone. Alright, Miss Juniper, he replied. Been up all night reading the scum manifesto. <laughs> I decided to ignore him. Boys are the worst, but I have a city to save. I could feel the leather I could feel the leather soles of my shoes slap the pavement as I started running toward the tube station. Instinct took over my body as I swiftly avoided all the panicked people running around. I couldn't fault them for it. Non-magicals, normies as we informally call them, weren't capable of seeing magical phenomena such as portals. They could only feel the effects. Although I somehow doubt they'd behave calmer if they saw the gigantic purple void in the middle of the London Eye. I raced down the stairs of the tube station, hardly paying any attention to Luke following me. We entered the first train. I closed my eyes, counting the stops. One. What could have opened that portal? This is for sure the biggest one I have ever seen, and the most central one. Two. It must be a coordinated attack. They're sending a sign. It will surely attract more of London's magicals. Is it a trap? Is that why they chose the eye? Three. Breathe. This is my city. My home. And I know it better than my own hand, which I also know better than your average person. I'm a witch after all. <laughs> Whoever... <laughs> Whoever is behind this portal, they're at a severe disadvantage facing my supreme knowledge of London. I am the city! <laughs> <laughs> I am the knight. Charing Cross. <laughs> Let's go. I grab Luke by the arm, dragging him towards the train exit. As the door opened, time seemed to slow down. My heart started racing, and for a second I thought I was going to lose consciousness. Then it was gone. Suddenly I saw it with incredible clarity. The reason for my distress were the three boys standing at the front of the door. All of them in their early twenties, all of them wearing black shirts that seemed just a little too tight. My aura sensitivity is just slightly above average for a magic user, but this was the darkest aura I have ever felt from a person. Luke seemed to notice it too. No wonder. Well, he's not half as good at using magic as I am. He's one of the most sensitive witches I know. I found myself staring at them for just a half second too long. The tallest of the three, 
who seemed to be their leader, looked me straight into the eye and flashed a smile. Thanks. I tensed up as they entered the train, the tall one lightly brushing my skin. For a split second, I was painfully aware of the size of his biceps. Why do I feel so uneasy? I tried to shake the sensation out of my mind. I still had to take care of the portal after all. I stay on the train and follow them, Luke whispered in my ear. You take care of the eye. I didn't feel great about splitting up, but Luke was probably right. It was the best plan for the circumstances. Don't get into a fight, I replied as I left the train. Luke smiled as I watched the doors close on him. He said he won't get into a fight, so why do I still feel so worried? I shook my head. Haley, focus. Your job is closing the portal. Luke can take care of himself. He promised me he wouldn't try to fight them. Still, I couldn't help but think about how screwed he'd be in a fight. He w- <laughs> 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 oh, he was so... He was so proud of his muscles he built up through years of rigorous workout routine. However, he was hopelessly outnumbered, and none of them looked less strong than him. I just had to pray that his stupid testosterone-infested brain wouldn't get the better of him. I quickly changed the tube line and rode two more stops. London Eye. Showtime. I raced up the escalator and started running directly towards the eye. Up close, the portal appeared even bigger. I almost envied the normies who couldn't see it. <laughs> How much easier would my life be without magic, I thought. For starters, my parents would be alive. Ironic, I thought to myself bitterly. <laughs> the Thames, the river I was running alongside this very moment, is <laughs> the exact same river that swallowed my parents many years ago. I remember that night as if it was yesterday. I was ten, my sister was six. Back then, We didn't know what our parents were doing. We didn't know they were witches. Nor did we know that magic existed. You're the older sister, my mom told me that night. You're gonna have to take care of Kaylee tonight, while me and dad take care of some business. Little little did either of us know that I'd have to take care of Kaylee for much longer than just one night. (laughs) I tucked Kaylee in and went to sleep. However, my eyes would not close. I got out of bed restless. Kaylee couldn't sleep either. It was a rainy night, not unusual for London. There was a thunder. Then, Kaylee started crying uncontrollably. I didn't know what to tell her. An overwhelming feeling of sadness came over me for reasons I could not explain. Suddenly, I saw a vision as clear as daylight. Dad being hit by something. Falling. Mum grabbing something. No. Someone holding onto them, falling off the bridge into the river, dragging whatever creature she was fighting with her. None of us could fall asleep. So we decided we'd we'd stay up until our parents came home. That moment never arrived. Instead, it was our Uncle Dominic who brought the bad news. He told us about magic users. He told us about what our parents did for a living. He told us what happened the night before, our parents fighting vampires. They were outnumbered, but still came close to defeating them until the last one shoved Dad into the river and Mum sacrificed herself to drag the vampire with herself into hell. Just thinking about it got me once again overwhelmed with emotions of intense hatred towards vampires. Then he told us some other things. He told us that we might be able to do magic as well. He told us it's in our blood, literally. (laughs) He could find us the best teachers to learn witchcraft, he said, if we choose to go down that path. Funny, I thought. 
I never really understood why our parents wanted to keep this wonderful world full of magic from us. Were it not for that fateful night, and Uncle Don taking care of us since then, we might never have learned the arts. I shook my head. The past is the past. I need to focus on what is happening now. And what is happening now is the portal. <laughs> as I kept approaching the eye, it started becoming harder and harder to get up close. It was as if a dark energy was pushing me away. I stopped and looked around. Just a few minutes ago I was running through a mass of people, but now there was nobody between me and the otherwise always crowded London Eye. I'd finally turned my attention to the portal itself. Looking at it from up close was almost hypnotic. Just staring at this gigantic black hole made you want to lose yourself in it. It wasn't only huge in diameter. As I was looking directly at it, I became aware of a depth of cosmic scale, as if entire universes could be contained inside. Then... I noticed something slowly crawling out of the edges of the portal. I squinted my eyes. Could it be? No. This is too terrible to be happening here and now, at this point in time, in this reality that contains me, standing in central London, staring at the London Eye. My heart skipped a beat as I made the inevitable realisation, knowing it instinctively to be true. Tentacles. <laughs> Woo! Woo! End of chapter two. End of chapter. Hell Good. Yeah. It's a strong word to end um, on there. I like that. Tentacles. Yeah. Every chapter should end with the word. <laughs> <laughs> and no one of you will have to deal with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Who's go? Is I guess it it's there? my go. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I write like the first half of the chapter, maybe. Yeah. It depends I don't know how, how long it should be. Yeah, it depends how long you want to make it really. What happens in this chapter? <laughs> um the fight, I guess. I think you've got an action scene ahead of you. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, I've never really written that before, uh-huh. so this should be fun. <laughs> I think we're going to meet some uh some characters. Um Yeah. Cuz cuz like earlier in the document, um in the plot outline, like I was trying to get to the point where she arrives at the action scene. Mm. Uh, so like here now, plot summary, it says a portal opens up between our world and the next in the circle of the London Eye, allowing a demon, in this case with tentacles, to come through. Mm-hmm. And then it says the witch council acts quickly and Haley is ultimately the one who is able to close it up. Other supernatural creatures in the vicinity helping to kill the demon before human civilian casualties can get too high. And then later the the whole council forms. So I wonder if we already meet like the some of the iconic characters that our listeners already love, despite not having met them already. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking demon comes through, which council quickly arrive on the scene because they've obviously seen it. Um, Haley's in the middle of it. They need like strong witch power to help them close the portal. She helps them do it. Um, and then there's a fight, and then there's another action fight scene defeating the demon, and that's when the other characters appear, and then it will end with, like, him dying and them all sort of looking at each other, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense, yeah. Uh, I think this is also gonna be the action scene where we have our first celebrity cameo. (laughs) Okay! Because I have investigated, and uh, Stormzy has a music video that he shot close to the London Eye. So I think it would be it would make sense that he was just around shooting a music video. I shot and a fireball directly to... into the demon's eye. 
<laughs> glancing as it flew in th- across the air, I noticed out of the corner of my eye, no, it couldn't be. Stormzy, Stormzy filming a music video. <laughs> Just say, like, some, some grime artist filming a music video, yeah. video next to the London Eye. I... I felt a strong witch-like aura from him, but I couldn't stop. I had to concentrate on closing <laughs> the board up. I like that um, Stormzy's a witch in this universe, but we're, he's not helping. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's he's watching like great destruction happen and a demon coming from another world, and he's like, back to the video, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I did think he would be helping, but we can also do that because that's also funny. Because the way I imagined it is that, uh, you know, the action scene starts and then there's like some very powerful witch uh, helping out. Maybe he's like, Mm. I don't know, saving the kids who are around or something. Uh, And then someone says, thanks, Storm. (laughs) Because that's his witch name, right? Like Stormzy is his rap name, but uh, among witches is just known as Storm. Yeah. Maybe he does, like, um, lightning magic. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He's like, I am Stormzy, and then, like, lightning comes out of his his fingers. (laughs) Can't wait Uh, to get sued. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I just think we can't fully name him. You just have to make, like, yeah... Like yeah, we just to have is, to make allusions to actually confirm yeah. that it's actually Stormzy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not fully convinced uh-huh. that Bella Forest readers know what the Sky Manifesto is. <laughs> 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 Although that was great. <laughs> yeah, they might not. And I, do we want to make people aware of it? I um, think we should. I mean, they should love it, so... Yeah. Maybe we like radicalize some people. It was a moment where I was like, I wanted Luke to make some sort of uh, commentary where it's like, so the the idea was, this was my thought, this was definitely one of the bits I wrote at (laughs) 2am. The idea was that uh, Haley is like sassy, you know, Mm. but very like this, this very Mm. mild feminist. (laughs) Like she would be just yeah. saying things like, "Oh, boys are stupid." So I thought it would be funny yeah. if uh, Luke would uh, be like, oh, "You're being a radical feminist again." Like, and that yeah. come manifesto men, was the only feminist text I could directions. think of. Yeah, be like, "Okay, Simone de Beauvoir." <laughs> That's good. Uh. Just be like, ah, oh, I'm confiscating your Judith Butler books. <laughs> <laughs> your your magical witch Judith Butler mm-hmm. text. <laughs> I think it would be nice if, if Haley was the kind of girl who did read Judith Butler, but I don't yeah. think she does. No, I know. I think she reads BuzzFeed listicles on feminism. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Witchcraft troubles. Um... <laughs> I wonder if Luke actually knows more about feminine canonical feminine, feminist texts than probably because he he like put in the research for some some of his epic roasts. <laughs> he actually became really interested in it. I was like, this makes good points, but I will never admit it to my friend Haley. He's yeah. like making fun of her. He's there like, oh, you Simone de Beauvoir reading ass, and she's like, who's Simone de Beauvoir? <laughs> <laughs> she has no idea. Uh, let's mm-hmm. talk about like some of the 
lore that I like haphazardly established here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just scrolling through. Okay, first thing, Jenna is unfortunately gonna have to die now. Yeah, because we've you very heavily <laughs> foreshadowed that. <laughs> the only thing wilder than her dying is if I fell in love with a vampire. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that that comes sort of before we learn that she hates vampires. <laughs> she hates so vampires. it's a bit ran. It yeah. feels a bit random. <laughs> No, it foreshadows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it foreshadows that she will both hate and also fall in love with the yeah. vampire. It's very clever. Uh, because it makes you think that she won't, but she will. Uh-huh. So it's subversion. Mm, exactly. Like like the irony later, it's also very good. <laughs> uh, and then we have... Okay, then we have like these three boys that they meet in the train. Mm-hmm. I was thinking these are like... Because we said that there's going to be like vampires that... Uh, cooperate with uh this team mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there's also like ones that are like on the other side so i think if like uncle dominic is behind it these could be like some of his hitmen you know Ooh, yeah that'd be uh, good i wonder if the like tall sexy one <laughs> should be so this could either be already marco or it could mm-hmm. be like his brother twin it brother could be- it could be his brother. Oh my god, we need to. Co- yes, that would be so good. If Marco has an evil brother, fuck yes. yeah. Can we call him Scorpio? Scorpio, perfect. <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> He's a Gemini, but <laughs> Scorpio the Scorpion. Um... He could do some lame line about like my sting is worse than my bite. <laughs> Sorry, that's really good. <laughs> And this actually fits in with vampire mythology we established on our main podcast, where it was like, they were like founded by uh, one person cut in half. Yeah. Well, but that one of them's a werewolf and one of them's a vampire, oh, yeah. aren't they? In the original I mythology. Guess, yeah. Um, what if uh, he's shorter than his brother and someone's like, careful, I hear the smaller ones have a more poisonous thing. <laughs> But Marco's not called Scorpio too. I, I know, but it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> this is it's really epic. good. Shut up. Um, I want to make line. Every time I'm writing, I'm like, would this be a line that someone would have like as a popular highlight in the in the ebook uh-huh. version? Mm. So I just think it was very funny. Yeah, some of uh, the ones about being in love and yours felt very like someone will put this on a Tumblr gift set. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going for. I was like, this is going to get like put into curly font and then like pasted on like a, a beach background or something at, at sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it was uh, it was when she had her like epic Joker monologue that I could, I could think it would could be like put over a picture of Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> the one where she's like, I am the city. I am the city. I am the city. I love. I'm. I'm. I love the bit. What the? Where did you get big wheel keep on spinning from? Were you listening to Proud Mary when you wrote yeah, this? Yeah, Proud Mary. I was not actually listening to it. I was just trying to come up with a very lame inside joke that could have that doesn't make sense at all because that was like a thing in Shade of Vampire. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, where they had like this meaningful phrase that didn't mean anything. Uh, yeah. So I was trying to come up with something. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Big hole, keep on spinning. <laughs> really good stuff. Putting that onto like a galaxy JPEG. Um, it's a yeah. Big thinking hole, about keep on spinning. Thinking about um, the two of them at a casino playing roulette, and they're like, "Wow, big wheel, keep on spinning." <laughs> God, they would do they're that. They're in a, they're on a motorcycle, and it crashes, and they're like, "Big wheel, stop spinning." I feel like it should come back. It should come back in the climax at one point. Like, there's gonna be some unrelated wheel that is gonna be very helpful for them defeating the final portal in in Rome Vatican. Yeah, in the, in the Roman Vatican. In the Roman Vatican. <laughs> so there should there's gonna be like at the height of the at the height of the action scene, like however they're communi- communicated with Luke, uh, the, one of them like realizes something and shouts, "Big wheel, <laughs> keep on spinning!" And that's gonna be like the solution to that, or the the thing that assures their victory. Yeah, yeah. It's just such a funny. And I love, I love, um, just the light with me and Luke were, were kids playing in the playgrounds and the shadows of the London Eye. That's where Stormzy's filming the video, is in the playground of the London Eye. I guess. Seeing it almost every day of my life, as far as I can remember, almost treating it as a trusted friend. Whispering <laughs> <laughs> all my secrets to the London Eye. Yeah, that's how a real Londoner would think of the London Eye. Yeah, and not I as a lame it. tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Um, you've said um, effed up. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's got to happen because Charlotte, in your bit, you wrote shit, but I don't think we can yeah. do that. I think you've got to be like crap. Yeah. Crud. Crab apples. <laughs> Fucking hell, said Luke. <laughs> what a lame cunt that demon is. Luke says, Luke says fuck. Luke says fuck. He's allowed to say um, it I once. Think Luke should say slurs. Um, <laughs> should we? Should we come up with slurs for um, slurs for vampires? Absolutely. Yeah, yes. and, and werewolves. Well, yeah. I mean, for werewolves yeah. as well, definitely. Because uh, you can always have like blood suckers or parasites. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, call them ticks or something. Ooh, yeah. And then werewolves, you're like call them biters, <laughs> or like just call like dog dog words. Call them like I don't know. Rex, Fido. Yeah, hounds. Uh, it's gotta be something cha- changes hmm. yeah changes is funny changes, changes is good yeah I like that <laughs> oh he's just a filthy changer look at his <laughs> eyes and he's got slightly yellow eyes and they're like he's like don't look at me like the elephant man he's a moonlighter mm. I'm not an animal I am a human being yeah <laughs> moon boy moon <laughs> boy <laughs> I think we can take we can take some inspiration from the Vampire Diaries because I think Damon had some really good nicknames for um, Tyler on that show, and I'm just going to look that up again. Yeah, yeah, but slightly modify like, them. We want like nicknames, but we also want one that's like a genuinely bad slur that they get like really upset by. I think something like Mooney or something that could be like uh, upsetting to uh, them. Lunatic. Lunatic. Yeah. Yeah, well, but well, lunatic has a different meaning, but maybe it, yeah. maybe it's like spelled differently, like lunar tick. 
Well, just because lunatic is like from werewolves, isn't it? Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's that it makes is sense, from. Though. Well, I, I'm not sure if it is from werewolves, but it is like from. I think well, moon like was as, moon was associated yeah. by the moon. Yeah. Mm. Moon, no, moon was associated with going crazy. That was what I was gonna yeah. say. You go crazy because the moon's full. Yeah. I like the idea of somebody saying, um, like Teen Wolf at one point. Like, uh-huh. or, like oh, yeah. okay, Tween Wolf. <laughs> okay, Tween Wolf. But d- does that mean that have we established whether or not vampire and werewolf fiction exists in this world? I think it has to, because yeah, yeah, I because there's it... non-magical beings, right? Like, so people still don't know that vampires and witches exist, and they're probably like horribly offensive too. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe that can be used as an insult to them if you reference to like if you call a vampire like. Edward. Edward. Yeah. <laughs> they get really, really pissy about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like in what we do in the shadows, where he goes around being like, I'm Twilight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I'm Twilight. Yeah. God. Um, I would get really movie. annoyed if somebody called me Teen Wolf. What if they called you Teen Wolf? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> what then? <laughs> yeah, what would you do then? <laughs> All right, true I... blood. <laughs> if they like leave razors in his locker or something, and it's like ooh, offensive. I don't know. Um, what's a good slur? <laughs> <laughs> what's a good slur? Write us in. <laughs> what if it's like m- morphy or something? Like because they morph. Morphy's morphy. Morphy. That sounds like good. a name. Half time. <laughs> Part-timers. Part-timers? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I like meat, meat chewers. Flesh chewers. Uh-huh. Um, Zombie dogs. Bitey boys. <laughs> <laughs> These are all winners. <laughs> what if it's just furry? <laughs> we can't acknowledge the existence of furries. Oh, we're not. But, but we wouldn't be. only... Okay. It would just be calling them furry. Um, I'm obsessed with the fact that you've decided to call humans in this normies. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost too close to breaking, breaking the masquerade. Uh-huh. You know. Mm. <laughs> no, I think it just works. Yeah. Normies. Mm. <laughs> Because we could still we, pretend that Bella just doesn't know that the word has a different meaning. Well, yeah, because why would she? Although the only website she goes on is I can have cheeseburger.com. So she might not. And we could we could have throw in some of the like older adults in this book saying things like normals or whatever. Yeah. So that you know when the youth say normies, it's a bit more like yeah, we're riffing mm. on that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. good. I like that. Mm. <laughs> uh, we do have to like. I think I think this is pretty clear now from this flashback that Dominic is also actually the reason why her parents died, right? She probably could be tangentially related, or he—it's like a goon he hired. Yeah, I think so. Mm. E- either that, or he lied to them about that. No, but but she had the vision of them fighting. Yeah, uh, but I do think he tried to uh, stir anti-vampire sentiments in uh, in Haley also. 
Yeah, he yeah. should be a real racist. Yeah. But he's like, he, he doesn't do it because Haley will be like, I don't like racism. Racism is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> Dominic will always like skirt the line of like saying things explicitly and being like, like implying things, you know? Yeah. He's so like Haley doesn't. Haley doesn't see herself as having vampire prejudice. She just thinks that vampires are legitimately dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's um, it's like Dominic will come back from like work or whatever, and he'll be like, "Oh, she's like, how was your day?" He's like, "Well, I had to have lunch with two werewolves today, and you know what they're like." And she's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "I do know what they're like." Yeah. <laughs> I think she, because I think she has pity for werewolves. I think she'll like, she likes werewolves, but she'll be like really patronizing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's going to be like, I think actually the reveal should be, uh, I think the reveal should be that it wasn't even vampires that killed her parents. Because in the, in the vision she saw, she didn't recognize what they were. So I think Mm -hmm. it was like, I don't know, maybe some like regular, like, other magical beings maybe it was just like some of the rogue witches that work together with dominic mm. yeah um and then he later told her that was when uh, vampires oh, that so, would work. because that would be like a great moralizing twist i think <laughs> to be like yeah. oh my prejudice was wrong because it was actually just uncle dominic lying to me yeah it's not the prejudice itself <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If 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 it was actually vampires, then I would be right to be prejudiced. But yeah. now that I learned that it's it actually wasn't, now it's okay. It's wrong to hate mm. people for the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine to hate them if other people similar to them have wronged you. Yes. What else did I want to talk about in this? Um I just scrolling past the I am the city line. Incredibly good. <laughs> I love how both of you were so mean about Luke being absolute dog shit of magic and you didn't collaborate on that at all. It was just... Nope. <laughs> it felt right, you know. It's also so easy to write him that way. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted him to like have an inferiority complex, but then also be like oh i love you so much Haley. you're so great and cool and good at magic and also i just wish i was good enough for you to care about me you know mm. but he's not <laughs> but he's not yeah. but he's shit and he's annoying so i think he... <laughs> but he's good at seeing auras which is like the lamest kind of yeah. magic i do really just i'm so excited for him to meet marco and be like this guy's aura is fucked this guy's got some rancid aura <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Haley's like, hey, Haley can't he have like. Or is it secretly nice? I th- well, know? no, because I think he's got. Because when they start out in the group, he like Marco's planning to take some of her power, and so oh, right. Haley can't yeah. sense that because she's not as good at aura reading. But Luke's like, this guy's a little sneaky. This guy's up to something, and that's why he keeps being like, yeah. this guy sucks. I can tell. This guy's yeah. His she is bad. off. He's wrong for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think like I Dominic somehow needs to have it. Oh, sorry. What did you say? That's sorry. I was just thinking about the dark light sensing evil thing again. <laughs> I was gonna say I think Dominic needs to like one of the reveals about him should also be that he has some sort of aura concealing either spell Ooh. or device. Mm. 
so that nobody would have suspected him because because he has a clean aura all the time. Or maybe maybe it's that you can only only really really powerful sensitive people can read vampire auras. Um, okay. Which is why one of the reasons that witches are like they use it to stoke hatred. They're like, oh look, you can't trust them. You can like barely see their aura. Mm. Um, you can't tell what they're thinking, you know. Okay, but and but like, Luke can read Marco. Luke can Luke can get like slight flashes of uh-huh, it because yeah, he's good. just so strong at aura reading. Yeah, but like the average witch wouldn't be able to. <laughs> Luke's one power is vibe checking people. <laughs> <laughs> he's just vibing. He's a sensitive boy. Yeah, but also very muscular. Very yes. muscular. He's very proud of his <laughs> muscles. Yeah. yeah, he loves them. <laughs> I mean, I also, I think just like canonically, witches are going to be about as like physically strong as humans, right? Or normies. Mm. But I think werewolves and vampires should be supernaturally strong and fast. Yes. So the idea of Luke getting into a fight with like three vampire boys and winning just because he's always at the gym his gains are just like enormous he's like she there's a scene of him just like bench bench pressing like like enormous tubs of protein powder i thought it'd be like they have like a like a macho off and he loses and it's like a huge blow to his masculinity because despite all his gym reps he still can't be like the supernaturally strong yeah, and it kind of makes him more vampire racist. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really even upset. need to put he's in a workout like... routine to be this strong. Yeah. yeah, he's like, they're bloodsuckers. They get their power from us. They're no- nothing without us. Ooh, yeah. And Haley's like, wow. Fucked up. Um... <laughs> I like the idea of having them do like an arm wrestling thing. But then we can also have an arm wrestle between... Is it Horus we decided was the werewolf? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Horus and Marco, and it could be a little bit like fans will be like, "Wow, this is maybe a little bit sexually tense," but it never ever goes anywhere. Mm. Okay, that sounds good. Um, it's just it's just the uh, mystery incorporated um, college open day bit um, where Fred <laughs> meets the jocks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> And he's like, ah, oh, they're gonna go. Was it what happy tapioca? It? Happy tapioca. <laughs> do you think this is a new idea That's I just true. thought of? Do you think Kaylee should, at the end of the book, become like Alia from Dune, like become a ridiculously powerful, creepy child? Um, mm. I was thinking she could like do something dramatic, like maybe she goes to the other side or she goes to like witch council school or something that's like messed up you know yeah i, th- I don't and know like... i think she's just petulant like right. i think I that's what know. she starts out that. like yeah but i i feel like she could become some some sort of feral child towards yeah <laughs> <laughs> Haley become feral mm-hmm. <laughs> She maybe maybe do. she does get like kidnapped by the demons and then when they try to get to her turns out she already killed them maybe Ooh. she gets briefly taken through the portal into the demon world and then they get her back but it's driven oh, her maybe... like a little bit crazy yeah maybe that unlocks something mm-hmm. in her mm. yeah she's unlocked sicker mode 
Yeah, that's good. So it's maybe she, like... she like doesn't have any magical powers right now for some reason, even though she has the blood, right? Mm. Yeah. But she still can't do any magic. And then once she goes o- over the portal, she gets like sickle powers. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get her in the vat again with the rest of them, but that's fine. <laughs> I think she's gonna just well, take her with her because there's no one else to no one to look after. Look after her. Her. Oh, we gotta have an annoying child on the sexy like. <laughs> well, she's gotta be like, um, what's going on between you and um, Marco? There seems to be, I don't know. It's do you like each other? And then she's like, no, it's not like that. And it's like a whole scene. Mm. Yeah, and she can be kind of mad as well because she's like, vampires killed our parents. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be like, I just want you to be careful, you know? And Haley's like, have you seen his his raging... What did you, what did you find this? Deltoids? Rippling deltoids, yeah. <laughs> where, where are deltoids? I've never heard of deltoids. <laughs> um, I think they're, um, they're shoulder muscles. Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> God, that's like the least sexy muscle. True. <laughs> it's a pretty good muscle. We're just looking at images. Uh, maybe it's just like muscle diagrams are gen- generally not very sexy. It's just <laughs> no, like these flesh strips. <laughs> it's just like which parts of the body would be good to eat. Do you think uh-huh. werewolves have like mm-hmm. a favorite cut? <laughs> what? Of, of, of human. human, yeah. Of people flesh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they do. I reckon I just love the idea of a group of werewolves getting together to watch Hannibal TV show. <laughs> and they're like, haha, I do that. God. <laughs> Maybe we have like a Snowpiercer reference um, uh, at the end where there's a confrontation with Horace and he's like, I know what human flesh tastes like and I know that baby tastes best. <laughs> <laughs> he's been eating kids um i don't know <laughs> i was thinking that um horace's ringtone should be bad moon rising by credence clearwater revival uh, mm-hmm. just really doubling down on the credence stuff yeah <laughs> um what else what else did i want to talk about um these were so good. Um, I was going to talk a bit about a bit about how Luke's uh, fate, like immediate fate, should shake out with uh, chasing Scorpio and his gang. Oh yeah, uh, he gets beaten up. Cause... <laughs> He's going to get beaten. Luke up, gets yeah. mugged, not I was by thinking, Scorpio. Because <laughs> it's first person. Um, the next chapter is going to take place from. Like what's happening with Haley, and then at yes. the end, you you see Luke, and he's like beating the shit out of him, um, and you're like, "What's happened?" And then the next chapter, he'll be like, "This is what happened." Luke, like oh, that's Luke good. was chasing down the vampires. Luke was chasing down Scorpio and the vampires, and then <laughs> <laughs> loses track of them and gets mugged by a completely unrelated. Person. <laughs> it's like so. It's commentary on knife crime in London. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny, but I also think, because another thing I, re- I envisioned, because I mentioned that, like, I I set up Jenna being killed, which I'm sorry about, like, killing off her. 
uh, she was our first sexy character. <laughs> Would you kill a woman? <laughs> yes. Um, but I, I feel like the reason she should get killed is because because uh, there's already building protection, so she's not gonna get just crushed by the building. But I think <laughs> someone will try to uh, steal something from like the bookstore that is like a hidden very magical tome that mm. these this demon whatever needs yeah. to get mm. uh so maybe that would be where she gets killed i wonder if it will be by scorpio and his goons they technically go in a different direction <laughs> on the two because they just keep going on it but i'm mm-hmm. not sure readers would notice that no well they, she doesn't yeah. have to die yet as well yeah that's also true it can happen after this like in the night maybe um and it's all okay so it's not like at the same time as the attack happens i don't think so Do yeah you think i think that also be? works yeah i don't know i think both works yeah Killing a woman. Yeah. Maybe Kill it's... It, would you well, kill a woman? Um, <laughs> I wonder if... I mean, it could also be, like, at the end of the book, like, after the after the climactic action scene in Roman Vatican. Maybe she could get mm-hmm. a phone call then that her entire bookstore got demolished. So it's, it, like, it the hook be. for the sequel. I know what it. I know what it could be, right? Okay, so there's that book in the shop. It's about demons and stuff. Only yes. two people know where it is: Haley and Uncle Dominic. And they're going to the Vatican, uh-huh. and she gets a call that the bookshop has been robbed. Jenna's been um, killed, and she's like, "Is there this book in this location? Has anyone taken it?" And they're like, "Yes." And she's like, "Oh fuck, it's Uncle oh, Dominic." Good. And that's yes. like how she figures it out. I love mm. that. Mm twists let's remember Twist this like in however <laughs> yeah, long we get there <laughs> i have to write it down on the on the plot summary. yeah um i'm just really looking forward to um seeing luke after the big action scene mm-hmm. and then Haley being like what were you gonna do aggressively read their auras <laughs> <laughs> piece of shit witch <laughs> God. but but he still needs to like they still need to take him with them yeah well yeah maybe he can be she could do you think she could make a crack about him like just coming as a child minder for kaylee and he gets really like really sad about it oh my god that's so mean <laughs> he'll like smile painfully and be like you know i'll always be here for you <laughs> god well, maybe maybe marco can say that and it'll really piss him off yeah <laughs> This is good stuff. This is so funny. Honey, it's time for me to be mean about you. (laughs) Which skills? Yes, dear. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, they're supportive, maybe. Mm. Um, Okay, so is that everything from today's episode? I believe so. This is so fun. (laughs) Excellent. What's the next Um, what's the next step? Uh how, what are you going to do next episode? You're uh, going to start writing chapter three, maybe finish it? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll give it a go. I'll see how far I get before mm. the next episode. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. Hmm. I wonder if we can do like something that several people can keep working on it again. Uh, mm. Or if it makes more sense to just wait for your chapter and then see from there. I might smooth out some of chapter one. Okay. Okay. Like the appointments bit or where like the, the what is going on in the shop. But I don't know if okay. we'll read that one out afterwards. Unless, it depends how funny I make. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure this is not at all confusing for listeners to just like jump around in sections <laughs> of the book? No, it'll be no, they fine. Love it. They'll be like, that's good and I understand. This is like I think this is <laughs> a new you. form of storytelling that we're creating here on the podcast. And I think that's beautiful. Serialized storytelling, but bad. No, but while working on a story, so this is like a it's like a a House of Leaves metafiction thing where this is just fan fiction, but like it's like what fan fiction, isn't it? It's serialized, um, yeah. But as you, but it. in audio, yeah, exactly. But like it's but, in audio but it's not form. just about the fiction. Like it's not just about the written text, but also about the discussions of it. So that will keep feed into a meta narrative. Um, and also like a- a- as we said, not quite experienced linearly as the book as the actual book intends to yeah i don't think it actually is a new form of uh storytelling but it's funny to think about it that way (laughs) we're pioneering a new genre yeah Uh (laughs) really we're breaking new ground Mm. we're like bringing our own spin to media and i think that people should be grateful for that yeah Mm mm-hmm all, um, yeah. uh, all nine so... people who pay for this. <laughs> exactly. I know this is a lot of work for the nine Patreon subscribers that we have, but it's fine. We will have a full book ready at the end, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we'll we'll make our money back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much. Uh, we love to do this because we think it's funny, and we hope that you enjoy it. Um, it's uh, has postmodernism gone too far? Yes. Um, no. Yeah, it needs to go further. <laughs> it's not gone far enough. <laughs> yes, I agree. Uh, keep working on your delts, and we'll, we'll see you. Then. Yeah, bye, blood suckers. But God, I love the English. You know I love a London boy. I enjoy nights in Brixton, shortage in the.